Let's go. Yeah, got the whole gang about to come through with kickbacks and plans to get tanked. I came to chill, like bro. Get off my bean bag. Get off it. Get away for the day, so honey, grab my e tag. Who's on the shotgun with RJ? Oi. Who's cake? Who is the birthday boy? The only thing contagious is catching a good day, and everyone's mates with the DJ. Got the move that I shocked your system So you wanna be starting something Watch me get into a room with my Michael Jackson Hey guys, check this out, ready? So tell me if you're here to eat I ask you, y'all got the bit to you So let me start like an interlude You guys are allowed to dance if you want to like shimmy on the spot, please. <laughs> I just wanna make good music. Summertime live with the band and we party where the pool is. I just wanna pop champagne to this. Who's this? Eight ball, don't need a pool stick. Pretty face can't help but you got one. Do the last dab like high one. Swimsuit season with a G ball polish. Beyond last level got more, you forgot it. Yeah, I'm Bonnie, body like Cassie, Euphoria, like a great Gatsby, Utopia. Your title don't hold weight to my character. Woo! You was here, but what a bandwagon, and I feel away. Now on the way, you can go sort of little flashing away. We better together, let's party all day. So Thank much. You, We're gonna pass the microphone to the legends, Filipinos, Titos in the building, the Cheat Coder Podcast. Let's, go. Let's get it. Yo, how's everyone feeling? Can anyone hear me? <laughs> I love it. One person was like, <laughs> How are we feeling tonight? Hey, you guys enjoying the markets? Can we give it up for Common House Studio? Give it up once again for Eski Ask, Chrissy May Valentine Arm, congrats. Hey. Yes, now you're gonna sit here and listen to a bunch of guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your portion between rice and ulam? We don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's start the show. Yeah, 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 yeah,
episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Raph. This is episode number 227. And I am here with my usual suspects. To my left is the guy with the flag in front of him, looking like Captain Filipino, <laughs> is Mr. Don Doing Stuff. What's doing? Oy. Hey. And to my, to my right is the guy who inspired me to wear beige all over because his beige hat is so damn sexy. Beige, it, makes beige. You, it makes you powers from your head to your toe. So that's called drip. That's called drip, motherfuckers. And he's the guy that you love to love. Mr. Garcia. Hey. Well, I, know you want, I know why you're wearing this beige jumper right now. We accidentally wore the same shirt today. That's it, bro. Like, we all brought the same shirt that we have. That we sent. We're sending some merch over there if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Um, we're all wearing the Mono Combat shirt, and so that's why we decided to change. And therefore, we are here. We are live mm. in Common House Studio. Give it up for the West Side Markets for the first time in 2023. Yeah. Shouts. Give. Make some noise if you're Filipino in the house. Hey. That's like Make some noise if 95%. you're not Filipino in the house. <laughs> yeah, lucky, yeah, mate. Pep it into the crowd. You know the twist of the, the twist of this podcast is nothing about Filipinos right now. We're gonna talk about this guy right here. <laughs> but we are here and we're gonna do a segment that we usually do on the podcast, and it is the wow, wow, wow. wow. We're doing it early, bro. Wow, wow, wow. Get us straight into the wildness. Straight into the wildness, bro. It's not really, wait, can I just say happy Easter, everyone? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Hopefully uh, having a good weekend, long weekend. I uh, just wanted to say like yesterday, right? Um, since you, there's a lot of Filipinos in the house, how many people ate meat yesterday? You know Give us a cheer if you ate meat yesterday. One person, hey, blasphemous. I, I know there's more sinners in the house, bro. You guys are lying. <laughs> I, I had a Big Mac, no. Yes, well, if you didn't know, Every Friday leading up to Easter, you're not supposed to eat meat, right? Because mm. I think Jesus went vegan every Friday before. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to eat meat, whatever. But yesterday, I was thinking, you know what? I can't eat meat. I was feeling, have you just heard of uh, salty egg? Salted egg? Yeah. With, you mix that with tomatoes. Yeah. Anyone else try that shit at home? It's fucking good, right? <laughs> yeah, hey. And uh, I was craving that because there's a loophole. If you, you're eating chicken, make sure that it's not born yet and you're okay. So it's like an egg. So I did that. But the thing is, I didn't have any salty egg at home. Right. So I went to the filler shop and of course they're going to be closed. And I was like, fuck. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Asian store. And I was just hoping that I don't believe in Jesus. They're going to be open. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then they're closed as well. And then I was like on my way to my third shop that I was thinking like, I'm on a real life Easter egg hunt right now, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's weird from bro. an adult, you know, perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know what I should do with the kids? It's, we should have an Easter egg hunt instead of chocolate eggs. Balloon. It's balloon. <laughs> balloon eggs. <laughs> the duck eggs. Oh, how could you imagine? I, li- I, like, I like what you're saying. You we just should got wrap it in the, the Easter egg foil as well. <laughs> 
Mm. And then hide it. And then that, that would be such a rude awakening to some kids. They'd be like, oh, chocolate. Ah, uh, duck embryo. It's an embryo. <laughs> My chocolate's <laughs> looking back at me. <laughs> it's like happy it's Easter. for some reason. Oh, man. man. That's yeah, funny that's how you say, like, it's, you, you, go to, you go to a store and then ask them, do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> yeah. And then they go, no. Oh, they call, they'll be open in Easter. Got, then they'll yeah, be open. They're probably going to have salty eggs. <laughs> no, but that's not even the wild thought, bro. I just wanted to share that shit with you guys. Um, well, there was... Uh, fuck, what was the wild thought? Oh, yeah. Um, you know how usually there's like certain, what we call like callbacks. If I say something, people naturally know how to respond. Mm. So like if I say like, boom, 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 let me say well. Oh, bro, this <laughs> guy. Hey, wait, we'll try, it, we'll, try, we'll try it again. Try it again. Try it again. All right. Boom, 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 let me say well. Hey, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even have to tell them what to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I say, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. I think I just need a bit more like energy. Right? A little bit more oomph. Let's try it again. All right. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. That was a little See? bit better. And it's like a natural people know. It's yeah, like yeah. a pullback and stuff. And um, this past 10 years, right, if you go to clubbing in Philippines, there's this, I don't know, it's like a, I don't even know how this started, but DJ Khaled made a song with like T-Pain. And it's like, all I do is win, right? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And then there's a point in the song where everybody just decides to shout out, Putangina! And see, this guy's gone clubbing there, right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I just, since we got Filipinos out here, I just figured. Sorry, like, man. I just wanted to try this shit because I wanted to make Don feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Ken, can we line that shit up, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money in my mind. I think we need a bit more participation in the crowd. So can we get Don's parents? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so you say one more time. I just wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. This is a thing that they do in the Philippines. Yeah, up to now, dude. Who started this? Why did they do this? I'm guessing DJ Khaled. Are you people that hate their parents? Like, uh, are you saying the Putanganas are our version of the Chihu? Yeah, pretty so much. So when yeah. the islanders say Chihu, we say Putanganas. <laughs> 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 so bad, yeah. bro. Can we, well, can we do that shit one more we time? We apologize. Just, apologize to all the people with kids in the house right uh, now. No, I check with Jumo. He's okay. <sighs> um, but yeah, like just one more time. I just, I don't know. It's on my bucket list to make people swear in unison <laughs> in Tagalog. Uh, but yeah, Ken, can we just do this one more time, please? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. No, I got money on my mind, mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Oh, oh, and they say Have you ever swore in your household? I did. I did. I did once, yeah. and my mom went nuts and told. And, and, and I, I felt. Why like, did you do that when your mom was? I don't know. Home? I felt like I was old enough. Like you're in your thirties, right? You're like, all right, <laughs> all right. I reached a threshold where I could swear in front of my parents <laughs> at and, thirty, and I was playing Uno. Yeah. That was like one of those things that I ah oh, putangina, <laughs> and before I could say you know ina, it, it, it was like putang, and then. My mom just yelled at me from the other <laughs> side of the room. It's like they have this like putang radar. And then your Ina <laughs> yelled at you. <laughs> and then yelled at me like she, she uh, knows when there's swearing in the house going on. And, yeah. and then I realized I could never swear in front of my parents in, in Tagalog. Because I think in Tagalog it hurts them even more. 
Maybe if I could swear, I could swear in English, but when it comes to Tagalog, I think it's yeah. just more, more of an ancestral thing. So don't swear in front of your parents in your native tongue. Ancestral. <laughs> How old are they? <laughs> no, Jesus like if Christ. You, you, you never speak Tagalog in your life in the household, right? Yeah. And then the first words that come out of your mouth is swear words. <laughs> like, like you're like every other person that learned Tagalog in yeah. Australia. I think like the I think, first word that they learned was putang. I think on the, on the other side of that, right? So for all the non-Filipinos in the house, what are the first Filipino words that your mates tell you? It's all the swear words, right? It's all of the swear words. And it's the first ones I learned too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy that it, it's universal. Like when, when somebody is like, oh, how do you swear in Italian? Like, how do you swear in like German? It's like, yeah. it's like, it seems like we want to swear because it's the taboo thing to do. It's the like, and, and what I did with my cousins. So, you know how as kids, you're like, oh, don't swear. Like you always tell a kid, don't swear this and that. Yeah. I was like, go ahead, swear to my cousins. I was like, swear, do it. And how they, old was he? He was like five. He was five years old. So my little cousin Louis was five yeah, years old. Fucking bad influence, bro. And and he saw he saw it written down somewhere, uh, um, just anywhere. And he was like, "Hey, there's this swear word on like written here." And I was like, "Say it, say it." Just get it out of his system. And he was he looked at me like, "Is this a trap? Am I gonna get in trouble for this?" And he whispered it. He goes, "Shit." And I was like, "No, louder. Say it louder." And nobody else was in. No. Say it with your dip dip. <laughs> say it. Say it from your chest. Say it from your chest. And he shouted it. And they looked at my reaction. I didn't react. And he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then for he didn't care about the swear word anymore yeah, because yeah. it wasn't like taboo. It wasn't bad. Like if I, I feel like because I I react badly to like my parents call it pi. Yeah. Because we have the there's a there's a hot sauce that has that name pi, and my parents go, hey, "Can you pass us the pi sauce?" PI. Yeah. What does PI stand for? Putangana. That. That. But and it makes also, me feel uncomfortable. You know what's funny? It also stands for Philippine Islands. <laughs> so. <laughs> I get confused. The PI source. It does. It does stand for P Philippine Islands. PI. It also stands for 3.14159. <laughs> Math nerds. Math joke. Nerd. Anybody? Nobody. Oh. <laughs> you know, the, that might have worked, right? So when I was a kid, I think I was like seven years old. Yep. My brother gave me my first cigarette and then I coughed my fucking lungs out. I didn't touch that shit ever again until I was in high school. <laughs> so maybe your cousin's going to start like, you know, swearing at the dialogue <laughs> once he gets in high school. He's going to start swearing. Well, he's, yeah. he's probably about like 15, 16 now. So he's, he's probably yelling the, the swear words. He's, he's living in the Philippines now too. So his swearing is yeah. probably more creative than yeah. what we can come up yeah, with. Yeah, and anak like that's what he says. Like, Child of a bread, that's that kind of swear word. <laughs> that still gets me, man. Like, I, like son of us, it, it, it's, Cause, it's the cleanest one, right? Yeah, because instead of saying the, the S, instead of saying shit, they go, oh, she's, oh, oh, what she. What kind of tinapai, though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's in Philippines, like, anak um, pandesal. Yeah, probably. Uh, Technically, hear me out. Son of a bread yeah. could also mean you are the son of Jesus Christ. Ooh. Ooh, topical. Mm, it because bread. Body of Christ. I found out, you know, it, it's not a swear word at all. To say what? I get, yeah, because you're not, like, it, it'll be a swear word if you, if you say, like, the, take the Lord's name in vain. We're taking it in vain. Which is it's anaknang tinapai. If the, if the tinapai was the God, then you would be swearing. You know right. that chick from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. I which, think that's how you say her name in Tagalog. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> Tina Fey. 
<laughs> Love it. Well, she, she's got any kids that's anak ng Tina Fey. <laughs> I, 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 oh, man. All right. It, all right. So, so this is going to be the last time we're going to be swearing in Tagalog. But I think Tagalog swearing is fun to say because it's just sounds. Because the things where we learn is like titi pek pek. Every I came across Imagine some being dude. a 15-year-old being like learning it's like oh titi pek pek. Titi pek pek. It's so good. It, it fits in a plate number. It's like when you <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> there is oh, there, there was a plate number that you saw, right? Yeah, That's yeah. I saw that. Just that good. Uh, yeah. And it's also a cartoon character as well. Pek pek is a cartoon character. It's a cartoon owl. If you, I don't know if you've ever seen it. So it also I, means vagina in Tagalog. Yeah. <laughs> so awkward, man. I'm surprised Why the parents... Why are we talking about this shit? This I have no idea. People's parents here. What I'm, what I'm most impressed about, other, other than all of this stuff that's happening right now, is all of the parents and their kids have not left the room after all of this conversation. Shout out to them. That's what Shout I am most I impressed it. about. I love it. <clears throat> all right. Hey, bro, your kids tonight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I made them swear tonight, said that pick pick is like vagina. <laughs> All right, let's fun. save the show with our next musical guest. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at us it's like, they're going to keep swearing. All right, so our next musical guest is one of our favorites on the podcast. Yeah. He goes by the name of Riddle. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Riddle. Sing, hit him up by Tupac. <laughs> check, check, check. Hey everyone, how's everyone doing? Make some noise. Give another round of applause for the Cheat Coders. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to perform. Um, so if you don't know who I am, I'm Rido. I uh, sing, I rap, I perform. Usually I perform, I have my own loop station, but I'm just gonna be mic and DJ right now. So I will be performing an original song for you guys. Um, this one's dedicated to someone special to me <laughs> yeah you know who you are <laughs> um, but yeah this song's called I wrote this song for you um, it's out now on Spotify if you want to look me up R-I-D-D-O full stop um, and if you want to dance and sing along you can uh, uh, let's make some noise Woo! hey Dedicated to my baby She be thinking better on a daily Made it so she played on the replay Hey, 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 hey Riding on the lyrics on my iPhone There's so many words that I know To gather up a place and we're singing in a high note Ooh, she be something I can't explain She's like a two glass of lemonade Catching emotions all over you Hoping that you may be catching too Heart is on fire just for you Hey, driving and connected to my Spotify. We be on the way to see my show tonight. We be singing this together like a lullaby. I, you're just amazing, it's true. Can't take my eyes off of you. This is not to be confused. Cause I wrote this song for you. I wrote this song for you. I wrote this song for you. I wrote this song, took me so long. I wrote this song for you. After everything we've been through, it's way too overdue. I know it's nothing new. 
I wrote this song for you I wrote this song for you I wrote this song for you After everything we've been through It's way too overdue Let's see if you get these references in this rap Hey, I like the view, you're my best one Never knew an angel till I met one just a few lines, I know you think it's lame But you probably would blush if I throw them your way Like we watching Disney, but we're in our 20s Chemistry working like Leonard and Penny You and I met up at the U and I Put me into Gryffindor like do or die Do re mi fa sola Live la vida loca Got no worries cause the love is so strong Got no worries cause we're singing this song Do re mi fa sola La vida loca Got no worries cause the love is so strong Got no worries can we singing this song like Make some noise one more time Driving and connected to my Spotify We be on the way to see my show tonight We be singing this together like a lullaby I, You're just amazing, it's true Can't take my eyes off of you This is not to be confused Cause I wrote this song for you I wrote this song for you I wrote this song for you I wrote this song, took me so long I wrote this song for you After everything we've been through It's way too overdue I know it's nothing new I wrote this song for you I wrote this song for you Hey, I wrote this song for you After everything we've been through Hands up, it's a little overdue Right, left, right ay. I wrote the song for you You're going the other way <laughs> Yeah, thank you, that was I wrote this song for you If you want to check it out now on Spotify Go check it out um, Yeah, this, so this next song actually It's pretty special Because um, uh, I sent this to T-Pain to listen to it and he really liked it and he, re- and he tweeted it on, on Twitter so that's something special about this song um, yeah it was, it was crazy if you go on Rido.x on my Instagram you can see his reaction it's on his stream and I was yeah I was going crazy <laughs> um, but this song is called Love Like and it's it's one of my uh, pretty intense songs <laughs> Hey, I want that loyalty, I want that true love I want that fantasy that came from up above I want that nine to five, I want that ride or die I want that you and I She want that diamond chain, she want that drop top She want that I'm in lit, I'm in lit, I'm a rock star She want that supermodel, she want that suit and tie She wanna feel alive But she don't wanna love me like that she don't wanna love me like love like she don't wanna love me like good She don't wanna love me like she don't wanna love me like love like she don't wanna love me like love like wanna love me like Hey she don't wanna love me like Hey I want that loyalty 
I want that true love I want that fantasy that came from up above I want that nine to five I want that ride or die I want that you and I she want that sugar smile, she want that drip drip She want that Dolce and Gabbana, want that foreign shit She want that rolly rolly, she want that ice cold She wanna swim in gold, but she don't wanna love me like that What, what, she don't wanna love me like that hey. But she don't wanna love me like that Love life, you don't wanna love me like Love life She don't wanna love me like that She don't wanna love me like You know we don't have a jacuzzi Can you believe that? Can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi? She want that icy She want Versace that's pricey. pricey She want that cover my body and spend on designer so people will like me like Staying me. alive like the Bee Gees, Bee Gees Running around in the Yeezys She's spending the money to make her more money so she can go shopping on repeat Walking around like a diva Rocking a coat with a cheetah Keeping it real, keeping it single, no problem so no one will leave her Miss independence, she get it Flexing so you won't forget it She fly, sky's the limit She glow in the dark like you're vivid She ain't gonna stop Getting them stacks, stacking them racks on racks on racks on racks on racks Drinking aloud on the back of a multi-million dollar property Sipping on Jack, tell her the price, she won't look at that Take out her car to go Fly to anywhere straight from the map First class, dude, you bag in the lap Lifestyle like a dream, lifestyle like a queen Fake smiles all around, late night dress Post to raise her self-esteem All alone in the bed, wishing and wishing That she could have a life back I was the only one to show love Love you like that Woo! Alright, this next song I released two weeks ago, yeah keep clapping and clap, this song's called Freedom 2, hey, 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 okay I know I got a feeling, riding through the season now I'm leaving, Coulda probably picked it up, throw it in the air And forget that I was healing Then I thought maybe I was wrong But then I wrote this stupid song And that was just a memory that pops up every time I try to fucking sing along My life is different now I'm in a different crowd I've never been so proud of myself Cause I know what is every clap. I wanna change the meaning. Clap, everyone clap. Love my relationships, I need them. I'm grateful for the shit that I have been through. Now I'm better than I was. I'm pursuing what I love. So that means I'm still in love with all this. Hey, love my relationships, I need them. Love with all this freedom. Now I'm better than I was. I'm pursuing what I love. Nowadays, I'll be counting on my blessings Looking back, I can see I was out of my mind I didn't know exactly how to feel Still be shooting my imagination I ain't asking for your validation I got time, but I'm out of patience Still be trying, but wanna make it If nothing changes, I go back to basic Dropping albums, you to pay attention But when I am trending, you congratulate me like Shout out to all of my day ones They know truly where I came from This is freedom and it's way fun like 
spreading good vibes only Getting better but slowly Cause I ain't feeling less lonely but Man that was the old me My life is different now I'm in a different crowd I've never been so proud of myself Again one more time please clap along I wanna change the meaning Love my relationships, I need them I'm grateful for the shit that I have been through Now I'm better than I was I'm pursuing what I love So that means I'm still in love with all this What? 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 Love my relationships, I need them Love with all this freedom Okay Now I'm better than I was I'm pursuing what I love I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love I said, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love And it goes like Thank you very much Again, Rido.x on Instagram, on Spotify uh, Check me out And we're going to go back to Cheat Coders right now Another round of applause, thank you Give it up once again for Rido, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. We're gonna have to do some um, moving stuff around. The cheat coders are back. We're gonna jump on to the mics, but we would also like to welcome to the stage uh, somebody that we just met, but I think we're gonna be fast friends, ladies and gentlemen. Rapper, creative, Dobby, bring him up to the stage. Hey. Round of applause for Dobby. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, give it up one time. Thanks everyone for having me. How are we doing tonight? Hey. Everyone's, everyone's too busy buying stuff at the markets. <laughs> But we are here with drummer, rapper, all-around nice guy, Mr. Mr. Dobby himself. I, 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 I've met you at Blacktown Arts one time, and the way that you entered the, the building, it felt like Kanye West type of vibes, where you were just like a superstar. So how does it feel being the superstar rapper that you are? Oh, <laughs> what a question. I'm not a superstar. In, in my dreams, I'm a superstar. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I just, I, I'm in a, a very special position to be able to, to do what I do and to, hey, my bro, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Shout out, Hannibal. Hey, shout out, Hannibal. See what I mean? Superstar. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, well, first of all, I'm, I, uh, my name's Dobby. Um, Proud Filipino and Murawari musician, drummer, rapper. I call myself a drapper, a drumming rapper. <laughs> and on my mother's side, uh, mum came from Tacloban in the Philippines from hey. in 1985. Um, and we, you know, she brought her family from the south uh, to the south coast mm. in Port Kembla. And on my father's side, um, his our ancestral lands are in Briwarana. Does anyone know where Bree is? Bree Warriner? Has anyone heard of Bree? Has anyone heard of Dubbo? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're further five hours northwest of Dubbo. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you describe that. You know, you know the place that you know about? It's about whoop whoop no up north, even about further than that. another six hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so like, what made you love or fall in love with hip hop music? 
hip hop has always been like that place of belonging for me. Like it was my safe space, you know. Um, me growing up as a kid, trying to reckon with who I am as a person, you know. I never really felt. I know it's super cliche, but it's. I mean, it's a. It's a story at the times, that like. I needed to find a place where I felt like I could express myself. And as a kid, hip hop was like that. Like Missy Elliott, Lauren Hill, The Far Side, Andre 3000, uh, you know, MF Doom, hey. Snoop Dogg. Like all of that stuff was my, that was my shit, you know, growing up trying to be like them. And what spoke to me is like people speaking their stories. And I was like, man, I could tell my story. And, you know, and that's, that's how a lot of rappers feel like when they, how many times people say hip hop saved their life, right? Mm. Yeah. I love it. Like, and what, what, what type of stories do you love talking about in your music, mainly? I love talking about, you know, like who I am as um, an Aboriginal Filipino musician who has like that, that binary story, like my mum's story was important, you know, in terms of getting here and I want to honor that, you know, and, and, and also be able to rap about our lands. Like, you know, we're very, very gathered to be here on Darug land. You know, I was grown, grown up, grew up in Darwal country. Our First Nations lands are really important to remember and to, to, to speak into existence as well. And through music, that's a big way of doing it, you know? We love it. Uh, yeah. Because a, a lot of people attribute Filipino culture to music, right? Like, there are so many um, creative Filipinos out there. Do you also get a part of that from your indigenous heritage? Like, is there a lot of music and inspiration you take from, from there? I think so. Like, I feel in my, mus in my family, I'm the only, like, the first musician, right. so to speak. But, like, um, you know, like, art and culture is a big part of, uh, you know, what Aboriginal people yeah. do, right? Uh, a thing that I like to say a lot is, like, you know, for hip-hop fans out there, what are the four elements of hip-hop culture? Ooh, quiz, pop quiz, pop What's quiz. the four elements of hip-hop culture? Gold chains. What, what you, I like that you were, you were the first to be like, no, don't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, earth, wind, and fire? Yeah. <laughs> and water? Water, air. <laughs> so, so why our cows combine? <laughs> I am hip-hop. Yeah. I was thinking Razelle, but okay. <laughs> I was thinking like, the beat and the chorus yeah. at the same time. So you, so like the four elements, you know, so you got like where the beat comes from, the, you know, the DJ, that's the DJ, like the decks, the music, um, MCing where you rap, that's the second element, third element is the break dancing, the B-boys, the B-girls, and the fourth element is the graffiti, right? What are the four elements of Aboriginal culture? Ooh. This one, I don't know. Is it earth, wind, and fire, <laughs> and water? <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same thing. Yeah. DJs, the decks, like the didgeridoo, the yidaki, the boomerangs, the that's our music, yeah, right? Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? The ochre, right? That's our graffiti, our cave uh, uh, rock engravings, our oh, cave shit. art. Wow. Yo, our oral storytelling, that's us rapping, hey. you know? And then the break dancing, when we, when we corroboree, when we dance yeah, yeah, yeah. and we kick up the dust. And so like those elements of culture are in Aboriginal culture, they're in Filipino culture. You know what I mean? Like we have all of this, that's what makes culture, culture. Yeah. I was, I, that's I was awesome. kind of curious, is, uh, like you mentioned on, like touched on a few things, the didgeridoo and stuff like this, this takes like the instruments that you use in the uh, indigenous music, is there stuff that 
you're incorporating your music that's like, I don't know, like similarities that you find with the Filipino culture as well. Yeah. Like the Filipino music and indigenous music. Is there something, is there like a middle ground that they meet? I, I think so. Like, I, I feel like that's my journey to try and find those connections because I'm already noticing, like, especially in language. Right. Like, so in, in like, pan-Aboriginal language, like when I say my titter, oh, you're my titter, you know, like my sister. But in... In Philippine, you know, like my tita. Yeah. Right? Oh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that a connection? Like, right. where yeah. did that, what's the connection there, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sounds very similar, right? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of different words that sound similar. Yeah. Like, I'd love to be able to rap in Tagalog as well as rap in my Murawari language as well. Can, you speak, can you speak Tagalog? A little bit, here and there. Like, and you can, can you speak your indigenous tongue as well? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. so there's like a couple of words that I can do, you know. For Tagalog, I know like the essentials, like, you know, maraming masarap. Or like, <laughs> or like my mom would question, say, dude. my mom would say, kamayin kana. Yeah. Well, like, outside of the music world, uh, I'm still amazed because you're the first Filipino indigenous person I've ever met. But do you, have, like, do you ever mix like, I don't know, food, like, I don't know, like uh, from, from different cultures, you put them together and yeah, stuff? Yeah, have you ever done a fusion, Filipino-indigenous, yeah, yeah. like food fusion? Well, first of all, they have bully beef, we have corned beef. Oh. What's bully beef? This is similar. It's corned beef. Right, it's just a different name. Yeah. Hey. And when I, when I realized that, I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. You get we, picked we on when you were kids? It. Like, when you were a kid, you bring that to school, did they pick on you as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they bully you? Yeah, I had my, um, you know, my pokadobo, and they'd like, you know, and, and as a kid, like, I loved that, uh, that meal, and, I mean, same story, right? Like, I bring it to school, and, like, the kids, especially, like, all the white kids, like, all my white friends would be like, the hell is that? Like, it stinks, it smells, and I threw it in the bin. Yo, yeah. I did. I was like in year. I was in year one, and I got so shame yeah. that I like I put it in the bin. And I think about that. Snack or some shit, eh? like Yeah. Sandwich. I was like, oh man, feel bad. Maybe I just gotta eat cheese sandwiches like everyone else. Mm. <laughs> cheese <laughs> sandwiches don't. What was it like growing up in a fil- in in the household <laughs> that you grew up in? So your parents is uh, from two different cultures. Like, what was it like growing up? Uh, so my parents are separated so you know it was me going back and forth like they lived like right around the corner but uh, you know mum would speak Tagalog to me but I didn't I didn't pick it up and then she stopped trying and so she spoke English to me and my dad and this is a very similar story like people who are you know still connecting with their aboriginal culture a lot of like families are still like going in the archives and reconnecting with old family members like it's it's a it's a a very different journey like it, it it's been really weird for me trying to like find where i fit yeah yeah between both like um yeah it's I think, interesting i think there's always a similar story with like second generation uh of kids of migrants where we don't really fit like it's it's we try to find our place in the in the world because we've talked about on the podcast before when growing up here in australia we're not quite australian going back to the philippines we're not quite filipino it's like where 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 do you where do you fit you know where we fit bro rudy hill (laughs) (laughs) we go to blacktown it's like i feel like i'm at home (laughs) now it's at dunside man dunside 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 yeah you know why it's called dunside right because it's doing 
Dawn side. Dawn. Dawn side. Which side? Dawn. Over there side. <laughs> Over there. You gotta point that with your lips. Dawn side. Do you sample like um, like Filipino instruments or indigenous instruments in your music? And like, because I've, I feel like if people do that too much, it gets a little too tacky. I'm very, yeah, I'm nervous of that. Like, yeah. I don't, and the other thing is like, there are certain instruments I can't use. Like, Yidaki, the didgeridoo, that's a North Arnhem Land instrument. Oh. That's not from New South Wales. We have that in New South Wales, but that was brought, like, it was traded in. Right. Like, imagine, you know, our trading routes and whatnot. Yep. So that instrument isn't technically... That's not Gadigal like land, that's not Daro country, that's oh. like Arnhem land, yeah. Yeah, so you got to do a lot of research in yeah, like the background yeah. of the instruments you're using, yeah. of well, like elements you're using. Would people call you out for using didgeridoo sounds though? I didn't feel like... What's that? that would people call you out for using that sound? They, they wouldn't, but I'd feel like fake, you know what I mean? Right. But you know, yeah. you know what I really want to sample? Tinnikling. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking, like that, that percussion stuff, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the first element of Pops. Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> The first element is the nickeling. Mm. What's the second element? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's karaoke, right? <laughs> That's the vocal part of the of the the elements. Yeah. yeah. What's For the third part? Um I don't know, chismis? It's the, no, the, 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 yeah, because that's like rapping. Chismis is like rapping. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the fourth one is the graffiti on the jeepneys. Yeah. Like hey. the decoration of the jeepney. Right. That's, yeah, yeah, the jeepney graffiti. The jeepney art. <laughs> Gotta love it. That's it, bro. Save that's the jipneys. Save the jipneys for yeah, sure. We should. For the people that don't understand the context of uh, tinikling, it is a it's a dance that Filipinos do. They've got two lo- long sticks and they hit it on the ground and hit it together. And what you need to do is like you need to jump in between it before getting your foot like stuck <laughs> into the the. It's it's really difficult. Um, there's a video of Kobe Bryant dancing to it in the Philippines. Right. This is this is how good Filipinos dance. It's not enough to dance good. You gotta fucking make it so that it's like you're fighting. It's for life and life, death. Bro, yeah. yeah. It's like let's let's add a little level of like Danger. You know, difficulty. Let's put some blades on it. Fuck with your Just ankles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. What's your favorite Filipino dish? Oh man. I love tocino. Hey. I love tocino. And when you were saying, like, if we had meat on Good Friday, I had tocino on Good Friday. <laughs> That's right. It's like, not only, did I, not only did I have meat, I had, like, really good meat. You know? I feel <laughs> Ooh, bad. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> but I, I like pocadobo, of course, longanisa, tocino, pancit. Mm. I know you asked for my favorite, but... I can't agree man, with you on that You know what? The pancit's on it. Once it's on and off type of thing for me. Oh, really? yeah, You're man. sitting here talking about eating meat on on Good Friday, and this is baby Jesus, just single tear. <laughs> baby, has to be the baby, baby, baby Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, wrong holiday. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so Dobby, uh, what what music uh, are you planning to release this year? You working on anything right now? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm working on. Well, I finished this album. It's um, it's called Warangu River Story, and this is this is something that speaks to my indigenous side. Uh, a lot in Briwarana there's three rivers right uh, the river the Barwon River from the east to west the Colga River from the north and the Bogan River to the south these three rivers they all intersect within one kilometer of each other and I'm talking about the language in those rivers the cultural significance of those rivers there's something called witch traps they're like just like a series of rocks laid out to like like aquacultural to catch fish mm. up and down that river those fish traps have been there for 40,000 years 
So these are like man-made. Yo, like, they're still there, yeah. which predates Jesus. By 38,000? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, lot, yeah. bro. It predates the pyramid. Like, that's the oldest human-made construction in the, on the face of the planet. Yeah right here in our backyard like so there's so much to be proud of when it comes to like so this that's what that album's about yeah. is there's like a lot of family on it there's a lot of hip-hop on it where i rap and i produce and drum and there's also a lot of classical strings and whatnot so there's a it's it's something wow, i've been man. working on for six years six I'm, years my, my my brain's kind of gone on a comedic tangent so like for forty thousand years it's like the fish still hasn't learned how to get around that track. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's really on them now. You yeah. know what I mean? It's their fault, it's their fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before, before Jesus was feeding 500 people with fish, yeah. we, like, you know, indigenous people were catching fish like that. It was just yeah, like, bro, just set up these traps, Get easy. a whole bunch of them in that river. We'd feed five million people. Yeah. Like, man, these fish never learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, know, I would've learned after a day or two, but 40,000, that's, that's on you, bro. <laughs> Oh, Imagine man. being the fish. Oh, bro, I heard, heard there's a good joint down yeah, south. No. <laughs> I heard that 7,000 years ago, bro. Let's go. Know, let's go. <laughs> man. It's a pop-up for fish. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm working on that. And um, we just got the vinyl for it. Um, and it's that type of vinyl. It's clear and there's like a blue drip of water. You're putting vinyl? Oh, that's sick. Did vinyl, vinyl yeah, yeah. And so every record looks different. For, for the... The, the people that don't know what a vinyl is, yeah, before yeah. we had like oh, MP3s man. and stuff like that, we had stuff on a on a really big disc that you would put on, really and big. that's how you would play your music. Yeah, it's like a CD. So a CD. So is a, for those people that don't know, <laughs> for context, what a CD is. Listen, no, just kidding. Have oh, you ever man. heard of a laser disc? A lazy, a laser, a laser disc. disc. Laser no. disc, yeah. So this was in between VHS and DVDs. So no, There's a thing called Laserdisc and they're the size of vinyls, right? Oh my god. And, and you, you can watch movies on it. Oh and wow. Then, and, and then DVDs came and then knocked that out. So I think Laserdisc lasts for about a couple of years. <laughs> and yeah. no so for those that don't know. <laughs> Bro, you know the first Laserdisc I ever saw? My uncle, had a rich uncle, right? He, I mean, he's not completely rich, but he had money for a Laserdisc. So. And it was, um, it was a karaoke Laserdisc. So you didn't have to rewind the videos and stuff, but it was a karaoke where, you know, usually you have the backgrounds. This one was a Playboy Laserdisc. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let, Tito, let's sing that song again, just because I'm just a little bro, fucking scumbag kid. That will be the most girls. challenging karaoke in your lifetime. Oh, bro. You're going to be fucking up the words <laughs> so bad. Just once. <laughs> Just, right, let's do that again. Let's do it again. <laughs> just the boobs of us. <laughs> like, oh shit. Not bad. So, like, can, can people buy the vinyl, like your vinyl and stuff? Or? Uh, what, what were you saying? You, there's a drop of water in it? Uh, blue. Like, a, like blue paint. So it looks oh, like okay. the river. Like a slightly light blue paint, and yeah. they've spun it. So, each one looks unique. Like, right. uh, the water is governed by itself. Like, yeah. each. Yeah, which I think is so cool. And Dude. I've never had vinyl before. So I'm really excited you to... You put so much thought me. into this project. It's amazing, dude. <laughs> I'm excited. At, yeah. But like, like I said, like that's for my indigenous side. I'm looking to, you know, I'm started writing stuff in Tagalog and then sharing it with my hey. mom. And she's like, oh, Ryan, like... It's so wrong. The pron- wearing a lot. Keep working on the pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I, when I wrote something that I thought said, like, I'm proud to be Pinoy. Yeah. And she said, what you said was, I'm an arrogant Pinoy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my 
like, this is going to be tough. <laughs> I, should, I reckon you should still release it. Yeah, this is on Google Translate the whole yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> because words can mean different things. It's yeah. just like Google Translate is not the 100% what accurate. Was the, yeah. what was, do you remember the word was that you used? Oh, I need to find out. Yeah, I can't remember. But arrogant. I want, arrogant. I want, arrogant Pinoy. Because that could be the next. I, like, I could just keep it, bro. Just that, keep it, that, bro. That could be the next leave like, it, chant it, that we do. Like the, instead of the like the all I do is win chant that we do with the, the with that thing, it'd be that I'm an arrogant Pinoy. That would be amazing. <laughs> Have everybody Pinoy. just yell it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll make it a thing. Yeah, That's exactly. My hook. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Put on a shirt, bro. I'd wear that. I'd wear it for sure. <laughs> I'd wear an arrogant. Uh, I'm an arrogant Pinoy. <laughs> Done. So when are you dropping the album? Uh, well, I mean, look. Hopefully this year. Mm. Uh, it's hard to tell. Um, things get pushed back. So, like six years, right? But like, let's see. I'm saying this year to speak it into existence. <laughs> and as a true artist, you mean by in two years' time. Yeah. <laughs> as a true artist, yeah. you never mean what you say in terms yeah. of release date. Oh, man. I'm a SoundCloud rapper at heart. Like before I started working with management and, and whatnot, mm. you know, SoundCloud rappers, they, they're like, hey, I put out 40 tracks on SoundCloud and check it out for free and you get three likes yeah and now everything's strategy strategy you strategy gotta do, you gotta go through approval and red tape and all this yeah stuff like which makes sense but it's yeah. like it's just you just want to drop it and it's releasing. you just want to drop it and i feel like a different person now mm. like i don't know but i'm still proud of it i'm very proud of it so yeah. keep an eye out uh when it comes out just keep messaging him like when is it out when is it out when is it out yeah 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 or I uh, might just leak it to you I'll send you a private link yeah <laughs> what I want to talk about is your latest music video and um, you used a Monopoly board yes yeah can you tell me the story of how did you incorporate the Monopoly board and what it means the background story of that yeah so this song that I I, I wrote this song called That's Not Me and it features El Fresh the Lion uh, hey. a Southwest Sydney represent Shout and out. you know we we um we have both had so many experiences of what the music industry looks like to black people first nations people and people of color right you know there's a certain way people go about things and we were like man it's like a whole monopoly of white prioritizing artists and we were like like i, I was talking with the director um amy louisi about this and she was like that's the idea like monopoly board and each square is like a different place. So like we kind of reference the, is this, where is this going to? Is this going to Instagram? Yeah, it's going to everywhere that you can okay, see. So it, it's going to the Arias and the, you know, all these people that like, certain like places that really, what's the word? Gatekeep. Gatekeep, yeah. tokenize and, and bottleneck mm. First Nations and POC artists like El Fresh and myself. Mm. So we make reference to like certain radio stations um, and you know certain events, you know, festival lineups and stuff. Tell them. Like Alfred, yeah. Do, do, do. So like, uh, you know, there's, there's been so much racism and discrimination and we were like, like... <laughs> Tell them. All the, all the squares next to the go to jail square are all like from West Sydney. Wow. <laughs> like Blacktown, Liverpool, Dawnside. Dunside. That's how I'm going to pronounce Dunside from now on. It's Dunside. no longer Dunside, it's Dunside. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, so it's like, we're, we're really like making a point with what, what he's trying to say. I mean, yeah. even, even El Fresh, like he kind of, you know, he, he calls out Guy, Guy Sebastian as well in, the, in, Tell his, him. in, his, oh, um, in his verse. What does he do? <laughs> Guy Sebastian. Uh, that's another story. Air him out. Air him out. <laughs> that's another story. Talk to us, man. Talk that shit, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fucking Guy Sebastian. <laughs> what a guy. So, look. Oh, the, angels the, brought him here. That's the story <laughs> is, is that, and this, this wasn't televised. This is the thing, right? So, like, at the last Arias before COVID 2019, <laughs> Guy Sebastian won an award and he got up and he said something like, I want to spa- say thank you for this award in my mother's language. But then he put on this, like, thank you. like, you know what I mean? He put on this, like, really weird Indian accent, like, mocking his Ooh. mother, you oh, know? Man. And it's like, it's one thing to do it in a way that champions, say, in the Philippines, like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say stuff, and, but, like, it, like, it brings light to our culture. Yeah. That was done in a way that was like, yo, all of these white people are all in the front row, and they're all laughing. All the white yeah. CEOs okay. are laughing. Your white business managers are laughing. Mm. So it's like, Elle said to him, he was like, man, what was that? Like, what, what's up, you know? Mm. Um, and and I, I can't say exactly how he responded, because I don't want to, that's not my story to tell. But I was like, yo, fuck that. You know what I mean? Can you tell mm. us after? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon and you hear the whole story. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash the cheat coders. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what I mean? Because it's like, all right. And so what? So El Fresh is lying. He says, dumb it down for claps and them. That's not me. Guy Sebastian, that's not me. Yeah. Smile and wave at them. That's not me. There's play the game for them. That's e. not me. E. There's a there's a. play the beat and just, <laughs> just perform the whole Drop thing. the beat, drop the beat. <laughs> The, what's it called? The, there's the thing that we've found as podcasters and, and like Eski and I have found with uh, comedy is that uh, people kind of start off with the accent, right? Like and that becomes the punchline. The punchline is the accent. Mm. Right. But then as you go along, it's just like there's more to it than just that. Right, and I right. feel like the, when, when somebody makes fun or tells a joke with the Filipino accent, it's so surface level type comedy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and I, I feel like, you know, you can get deeper into it. Like you were saying yeah. that when with the things that we do it's to shine a light on a culture it's not not to just have this surface level shallow version of it i i I tell my um my friends like really funny stories about my mom like my mom says the funniest shit like and and i put on her accent but lovingly and so many people have said to me like man like she'd be so funny as like you should do this for tiktok or something, and I've always felt like really iffy about that because mm. I don't want to make fun of my mother. I love mom, like I and I love our culture, and putting it on something like TikTok would almost make me feel like I'm making like making fun of the culture. Oh, don't Do you I, ever feel like we 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 have experienced a lot of backlash <laughs> with our, our stuff on TikTok? <laughs> oh, and really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we're experiencing that field. Been there, done that. Yeah. If you want, you can use our platform. To <laughs> but also, to do like, but but you're not, but. But this is different because this is a conversation. Yeah. Like you're not out there like speaking direct to the camera like, <laughs> like, mm. you know. Yeah. But I, I, it, it really depends on like how people feel. Like you can't change how people view your content. Right. Sometimes they're gonna review it, view it as in like you're, like insulting the culture. Yeah. And then other people will be like, oh no, you know, you just this is just what you experienced in your past, yeah. and this is your storytelling. This is your way of expressing it's- and giving light to the culture. But you can't change how they initially feel when they look at your TikTok. Is that something that you found? I mean, like you starting to sample Filipino culture, starting to sample indigenous culture. Do you, have you found any backlash or people coming back to you and be like, oh, that's not this, that's dis- disrespecting the culture? Have you experienced that? Um, not, not yet. 
but I'm always nervous. Yeah. You know, because like the last thing I want to do is disrespect my family or disrespect, yeah, my families or my community. Yeah. Uh, in Aboriginal culture, like I mean, like anything, you know, it's like that's the last thing you want to do because yeah. you'll get cussed out, you'll get cancelled, and in the way that like feel that'll make you sick. And by sick, I mean spiritually sick, yeah. you know? And that stuff, you can't get, you got to smoke yourself out sort of thing. It's like, right. there's some bad juju there, you know? Um, I know people who have gone sick and they don't, it's like they don't come back from that. Damn. Yo. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, I think um, they should have Vix to help them feel better. Vix? <laughs> but like, in terms of performances, <laughs> do you have any performances coming up yeah, yeah. You, are you playing anywhere anytime soon? Um, uh, for a Dobby show, not not in the very near future, but I am doing. Does anyone know Barker? You know Barker, proud Barker and Melling up a woman yeah. from um, Maryland. So I'm playing drums for her for hey, Groove in the Moo. So if you're going to any of the Groove in the Moos, I'll be on the drums, Hell which yeah. I'm super keen for. Yes. Like I'll be, you know. But um, other than that, um, preparing for performing Warangu. The way I performed Warangu last year was at the Art Gallery of New South Wales and I had four string instruments, three horns, a keyboard player, like it was a like thing. My, my goal is to do like a, like a symphony orchestra type thing. Yeah, nice. That'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be yeah. dope if we have an orchestra for karaoke. That's the shit. <laughs> you know, That's like, the shit so right dope. there. Like having an orchestra right in front. And they have a big screen with the karaoke words. Hey, Bro. I kind of did something similar, right? So, you know this. Back in church, everybody used to sing and there's an overhead with the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Were you the I head? was the DJ for the <laughs> lyrics, bro. So whatever the, I wanted the people to sing, it was just... You're, you're the magic mic, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Gloria, and if I wanted to make it, like, say it again, I was like, yeah. whoop. You were the, <laughs> you were the, what you call it, the, the, the silhouette of the fingers? Yeah, right. I cover it with my hand if I didn't want to sing that part. <laughs> and then so you before give we a, had HDMI Give cables. him a score at the end. Hey? Give him a score at the end. You know, like a magic mic, they get a score at the end. Oh, I'll write it down. Just write it <laughs> try, try again later. <laughs> karaoke. Yeah. Like a real Nostalgic. old Nostalgic. Yeah. Nice, Bro. Nice. I love it. All right. So um, where can they find you, Dobby? Uh, oh, everywhere, everywhere. Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, OnlyFans. You can find me at WAU. Hey. <laughs> That's where I'm following you already. <laughs> That's, That's where I man. know you. Hey, yeah, you look familiar. <laughs> I didn't know you do music. <laughs> D-O-B-B-Y? Is that the... D-O-B-B-Y-A-U. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. All right, give it one time for rapper and drummer, Dobby. Appreciate you All right. So we are going to slow things down when it comes to music. We have an artist that is providing one of my favorite tracks and also styles of music. So give it up one time for Kayleen.
So, Kayleen. <laughs> yes. You are Filipino, right? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes so, what does your parents think of your tattoos? Oh my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask. Like, oh, no. Okay, so. Um, I'm scared to get a tattoo. Check. My, <laughs> my parents are not only Filipino, but they're also very religious. Oh, here we go. Oh. Um, and my dad would just be calling me like he was like you look dirty i'm like that sounds Whoa. so bad yeah but um i mean i like did some research i was like why are they so pressed about it but it's because it's like against like you're not meant to like modify mm. yourself and stuff okay yeah. but then again like there are there's I, i'm trying to remember her name she was on vogue recently uh, yeah, so yeah. she's like the Filipino tattoo artist that's like... Oh, yeah, the, the, the late yeah, the old she, lady. She's 106, apparently. 106 not years old? Yeah. And she tattoos and like it's... 106 in parts. She's just like, what, like three years older than you then? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man, yeah. I look good for my age, right? But yeah, like that, it's, it's a traditional Filipino thing to do tattoos and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure if I got a tattoo, my parents would freak out. They would just... Even if it was done by her? Yeah, even though... They'd be like, what is that on your arm? Like, you know, they'd just be you like, You just got to show them a, a copy of that Vogue magazine. Yeah. And they'd be like, ah, maybe it's all right. It's like, Lola, Lola gave it to me. Lola yeah, gave me the yeah. tattoo. Which, which one was your first tattoo? Um, it was on my ankle. And actually, my mom saw Were it. Were you thinking of, like, something that would be, like... You can it might, it might cater yeah. to the, yeah. the to my parents and be like, oh, you know, it's it's well, it's more helping, you know, bringing us more together than anything. Well, yeah, it was like a musical tattoo on my ankle. And I was like, oh, my mom's not going to see it. Mm. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, it's just henna, but like it never went away. Like it's still there. It's It'll just come off. It will come. And it was like before I was 18 as well. Like uh. it was like a home job. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like so a prison you wore tattoo. pants for like two years and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, like long socks. Yeah. 
And what's fun, like my mum's used to it now because like my arm's done and everything. Yeah. But she was like to my little brother, she's like, you can get a tattoo if it's my name. <laughs> oh, so she's okay. like, I'll let you do it if it's my name. <laughs> oh, you because you broke the ice. I did, yeah. You, you did, you know, you, you sacrificed your yourself I, for I, the better and good of your brother so you can yeah. get a tattoo. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what, what yeah, that's what the elders do, eh? Yeah. Are you the Ate? Are you like the eldest? No, I'm actually the middle child. So yeah. I have like seven siblings. Yeah. Seven? Oh, yeah, seven. like some of them are half, but like we all at one point lived in a house together. Yeah. 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 You know it's what's like funny? Bunch. The, two of you, the two of you reacted like, whoa, like my dad's come from a, a like a family of 10. So in my head, I was like, yeah. that's normal. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought it was normal. Like, I, I know it's normal back then because they didn't have television. <laughs> nothing else to do. But, yeah. but now in this generation here, I think four is the limit or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it was no. With these interest rates? They didn't have TFC, you know, like, nothing to keep them entertained. But, you know, uh, like seven in, in this generation is, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So you're fun, like, how middle though. are you? Like, so I have two older brothers, two older sisters. Two younger sisters, one younger brother. But so I think that's you, you directly. Yeah, it's like Marsha from Brady Bunch. Yeah, like right in the middle. Didn't, yeah. didn't they do stuff that angered your parents? Or like, wouldn't they have broken the ice? Because yes. for, for me, when I did something, when I did something like bad, according to my parents, that let Ken off the hook. That left let my younger brothers off the hook. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, did did your older brothers or sisters do anything that kind of gave yeah. you the, the onus to do that? I think drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um, I think having sleepovers. Because, mm. like. Sleepovers? Yeah. Can you, you believe it? So, like, it took one, two, it took like four siblings before I could have a sleepover. So, like, a sibling under me could have it at an earlier age, the one under that, right, right, at an right. earlier age. And now my sister is having sleepovers at like age <laughs> eight. And I was like, I had to sleepovers wait. Sleepovers at eight. She, she said hi to you, like, thanks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. All the pain you went through. Underneath her, she's like, all tatted up. She's wearing a jacket right now, it's covered. <laughs> so you brought your family, the family, your family is in there. Yeah, all my brother and my sister are here. Yeah. Oh, speaking of family, because we noticed there was a pattern recently with our guests that, you know, people have pursued their creative arts, music, obviously. Mm. Were, were your parents supportive of you choosing music? To be honest, no. Oh, okay. here we go, here we go. No, I not feel at like all. it's normal again. Right? Now, I've now. Got, I was like, people, like, parents supporting, like, you choosing a creative yeah, yeah. route yeah. is not normal. Like, it's, like, I, my mum wanted me, like, so all my siblings, like, my sibling, my mum is a nurse. Yeah. Not a surprise, <laughs> not a surprise. My sister's a nurse. Yeah. Of course, Older of course. Sister's accountant. Mm. You know, they've got normal jobs. Mm. And then there's me, like, who loves karaoke too much. Yes, I was like... <laughs> I want to pursue it as a career. At first, I was like, you know what? Can't you see I scored 100, mum? Yeah, like, I'm good <laughs> enough, I swear. So I did go to uni for a bit, and that, like, made my parents happy. But then when I told them, you know, I'm just going to start doing music, it wasn't the reaction I wanted at first, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, because, I mean, they started to panic straight away. They were like, how are you going to make money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't as support at first till it, I started to get like shows and stuff. That's kind of when. That's it good. Started. You know what? It kind of makes me feel good that she didn't. I, I don't know. It's terrible to say, <laughs> but because we had guests were saying like, "Oh yeah, my parents were so supportive of me doing music." I'm like, "What the fuck is happening, bro?" I know. Like, I can't relate. It, it doesn't you, feel normal. You start feeling like a fossil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the hell? Yeah, it, it was. It was hard at first because it's like um, it was already hard 
like not knowing what was going to happen when I dropped out of uni kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. So I was like... Or are you studying in uni? Psychology. So I was like, yeah. I'm not doing nursing. Can I at least do something that's like... In not, the medical like, field? Yeah, a little yeah. bit in the medical field? Yeah, but like field. not like what every other fellow is doing. You yeah. know? I love yeah. it. You did psychology in uni and you're like, I found myself. I love music more than this type of thing. Because yeah. like you found your psyche to be more of a musician and creative. Yeah. So uni wasn't really a waste. It wasn't, yeah. You, know? I you didn't a get a certificate there. or anything. No, no. I, I, I made them happy for a bit, you know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> yeah. made them happy for a bit. Well, now, now, now you're getting filmed. Like, that's, that shows that they're really proud of you right now. I know. Now. And can I just say, like, they love sharing my stuff for, like, mm. all the family back home to see yeah. on, like, Facebook. And I'm like, so maybe you are proud. <laughs> maybe you are happy I did this. You know what I mean? Do you go to, like, a Filipino party and when the karaoke and the mic is on, they're like, oh, Kayleen. Sing. Oh my gosh, sing. every time. Show off. But we've all got the titters that want to show off too, so it's like I never really sing. Mm. So oh, do you have a, like oh, a, everyone else a talented family the with singing? Um, they think so. <laughs> they think so. <laughs> <laughs> after a few drinks. Well, yeah, after a few drinks. I you call know. it the red horse effect. Yes, yes. And like, to be honest, like, I don't like, because like, you can tell they're having fun, so I don't want to like yeah. take the spotlight, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, because yeah, like as soon as you come up with the microphone, they're like, oh, here yeah, we go. They're making a huge deal. What's your go-to song for karaoke? Um, oh, ages ago, like when we had like the magic mic and everything, it was probably like My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Hey. But I was like hella classic, young, so I could classic. hit those notes, you know what I mean? Like, I was right. like... Every night did you, even, did, did, <laughs> did you sing along? Because every time somebody sings that song, People would sing the riff, the. Do you sing that as well? No, 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 no. The flute. Am I? Is it just, bro? That's my favorite meme, bro. Was they do that song in the flute? But they're like really bad. With the recorder, yeah, man. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna sing that part because I'm gonna get scored for it. I was like, what's the point? I guess it's just me then. Never mind. So what's the highest score you got on Magic Mike? I don't. I honestly like. I don't actually think. I think it's rigged because like you could sing so well, and if you don't sing it on the exact time on the exact same beat and mm. everything, like the score shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm. everything's so rigged. Yeah, it's. I so, mean, like, I'm so saying that as a hater because I've never got anything higher than a seventy-three. <laughs> That's a pretty high. We always got the try again thing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Not bad. We like the trumpets at the end, like do 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 do. Oh like, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah! It's my I always feel like magic. I always feel like John McEnroe. Like every time, dated reference, but like I always get angry at the score. It's like, come on, like come on, like, that was that was a good one. That was yeah. a yell at the TV. Like it's gonna do, gonna change anything. Like it's can, listening can to you. you. Yeah, exactly. Can you tell people that are like younger than twenty who John McEnroe is? <laughs> John McEnroe was a very angry tennis player, and he would yell at the umpire. There you go. There's context. <laughs> That's, John I'm just, McEnroe. I'm just showing my age. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, he's 103 years old. Man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. like I, I would yell at the TV, and, like as if it would change it. Like 79, come on! I sung way better than that. I was but on. You're pitch. a singer too. That, I mean, I was. That's that's why you're competitive with the, you know with the score. <laughs> Imagine being a singer, being passionate about what you're singing, and then a television score that just that, that, that judges you by how many words you've said tells you how good you are of a singer <laughs> and you get offended by it. That's crazy to that's, me, bro. That's how insecure I was as a kid, man. I was... Uh, like, maybe I should quit. Couldn't take any criticism. So every time you hear it's... Dun, 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 you get, get like a little... Yeah. 
I get PTSD. I get trauma. Like, you lose two, li- two, two years of your life type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, you lose your hair type oh, of thing. Mm. Um, well, yeah, back to Kayleen. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Filipino food? It changes. You can't say adobo. Everyone's no, no, no. saying adobo. No, uh, sinigang. Like, really. Sinigang. Gang, gang. It's, it's, I just, I love how sour it is. Mm. Like, you know those sour packets of mum, Mama Sita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm. I'm hungry thinking about it, actually. <laughs> like, I'm so hungry. I don't like the fish one, but, like, I oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the pork one, yeah. Pork. Oh, for so sure. So good. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And I, and I always have to put, like, so much of, like, the soup. It has to be, like, more soup than rice, actually. Oh, yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. See, this is, I don't know. No, no, is it I you that don't bro. agree? No, no, I, I, I dry it out. Like, oh, the rice really? is dry. I don't even put sabao on it. It's just rice oh, and man. meat. No. I turn mine into a swimming pool, bro. Yeah, same here. Mine looks fun, like cocoa pops. I think this is something that uh, some people don't know about Sinigang, but like, it's customizable. Like, Because yeah. uh, I enjoy it sour as well and a little bit salty. But you can add more chili or you can have it more sour, more salty and stuff like that. You can that. have like a semi-sweet one yeah. with like the fish one. I hate that one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like... Which one does your mum make? The spaghetti's already sweet. Like, why you... Um, the sour one. Your mum makes the yeah. sour one? Okay, okay. It's so good. What else do you hate, Kayleen? <laughs> <laughs> tell us... Right, let's oh, flip, let's flip the question. Like. I'm tired of asking what's everyone's favourite Filipino foods. What's the Filipino foods that you hate? Um... And say it to your mom. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't hate it. I I love adobo, but it's like I feel like that's like Ooh. for people that don't eat Filipino food, it's like the main one that they know. I'm like, but there's so many better ones. Mm. It's that. like the butter chicken of Philippines. Yeah, and I'm like, you need to try like dinaguan. Even yeah. even if it's mm. like like weird. No, I don't people, have to try it. It's all good. It's so good. Yeah, you can push it out to the side. This guy doesn't like it. Do you like, you the, like it? Do you like dinaguan? So I weird. love it. Wow. Okay. Bro, it's so good, man. You gotta try that it's shit. So good. Okay. I think it's but one of those. you've never tried it. I, I've tried it. Oh. I, it's one of those dishes that's polarizing. Like you could have half the room say they love it, the other yeah. half say they don't like it. Mm. I'm I'm of the camp that it does not like dinaguan. Yeah. Man. Okay. You know, I, uh, I kind of mentioned this before, but like. So my cousin, he he came out. This is gonna. It sounds off topic, but it makes sense. So he came out to our family, saying that you know he's he's uh, gay, like right from a young age. But he told us like later on in the years, yeah, like in our teens. And the way that like my parents, his parents reacted, is the same way that like I, I feel like the way that we're reacting to you saying you don't like the no guys. Like maybe you just haven't tried the right <laughs> one yet. You know what I mean? Maybe you do like Dogen, you just don't know. No, literally. <laughs> in, five, in five years' time, he finds the one. Yeah, see? The Dinigo uh, one. The, the, uh, <laughs> Dinigo thanks, one. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, this is Dinigo Yum. <laughs> well, like, besides, like, what, what else do you hate? Um, in terms of food. In terms of like, food? Like, if you go to a filler party and you saw it in front of you, and you'd be like, nah, let's move on to the next. To be honest, I like everything, but there's ones I'm like, oh, like I don't need to eat it. Like, mm. I like Palabok more than Pancit. I think Pancit is also overrated. I like it. Oh, yeah, I, I agree uh, with you on that one. Pancit. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Like, I'm like, like have the Palabok instead. Like, yeah. It is. It's just rice. It's just flat rice to me. Literally. <laughs> that, that, I don't, mm. but Stringy like, it's rice. not that I don't, it's not that I hate it. It's just that I'm like, oh, I'll just part. Like, it doesn't, mm. it's mid. You know? How do you feel about people putting liver in your food? Oh, bro. And they try to pass it off like it's little meat. diced meat. Oh, oh my god! Man. I remember one time I accidentally ate it, and I was like a kid, and I was traumatized. I don't think I ate that. <laughs> Seriously, oh. 
It's that and raisins, bro. Yeah. Hate raisins. <laughs> we, every, every episode, we just express how much we hate raisins oh. and, and liver. liver. You guys like um, tripe in the... I love that shit. You do? I, like I, I think these I guys don't like, like it. Though, no, no, I don't like I, it. I, I actually like it. enjoy I like it. I like it in the curry curry. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, I don't yeah. like it in that. Mm. Like, I'll pie a bugger on on it, but I won't have any of the tripe. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I gotta have bugger on on it either way. You don't you know like I mean? it with bugger on. No, no, no. I gotta. I, I love it. it I've got a love-hate relationship with bugger on because I get gout, right? So I can have it, but yeah. I can't have too much. Mm. It's uh, kind of like a toxic relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I have too much of it, I have to pay for it for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I can't get out. I can't leave the house and shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Do, you, do like your a, family suffer from gout? Because you got a huge family. One of them has to have gout, right? Well, I have actually... So two years ago, I got diagnosed with celiac disease. Right. Which is, I can't have gluten. Mm. Yeah, come on. I can't have gluten. Oh, So I no. have celiac disease. I got diagnosed with it two to three years ago. And when I first told... Like, I like got, went to the hospital, got blood tests. And when I first told my parents, they're like, no, but you can, you can have some still. Like, you can, you can still... You can still you can still eat gluten yeah. though. And I was like, no, I'm like I have celiac disease. Like I don't have an intolerance. It's all portions. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, like I will get sick if I have it. Right. And then they were like, no, but like, that's not normal. It's like, if you can't, like you can't really be vegetarian if you're Filipino. Like that's just like not really a thing. Yeah. And then I was like, well, it's actually genetic. So one of you gave it to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, so you probably one can't eat it you. either. Um, so what can't you eat? I can't have gluten, so anything with soy sauce, anything, no. like a lot of the packets. That's why you hate adobo so much with a passion. Probably. There's mm. so much soy sauce in there. I sick from it. Yeah. And like, you know the Filipino barbecue, like every time, like my mum makes it or a family member, I have to like buy so much gluten-free soy sauce so they can marinate it, like, because they fill it in a tub, you know, like I need mm. that much gluten-free, or I can't eat it, or I suffer, I choose to suffer sometimes. <laughs> it's never, worth it. I've never met anyone that hated adobo genetically. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like right from when you were born, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. You, were, <laughs> you came out just like the first words, I hate adobo. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my stomach. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sucks. Oh, man. So, what, what's your... F What's your f what can you eat? I'm, not, I'm trying to figure oh, out. So, um, I feel like all Filipino food has some sort of gluten in it. Yeah, it's, I, I can have like... It, like mainly the rice and meats, but I have to check like the, the little packets to see yeah. if there's any wheat in it. So mm. I can't have wheat, barley, and rye, um, which a lot of the thickeners and stuff have the have the wheat. Wow. But if it's if it's made all natural with no none of the packets, I can have it. But it's good. It's if it's mainly like meat, vegetables, and rice, I can. That's fine. And I'm so glad that rice is gluten free. Like oh, a lot of yeah, people yeah, don't yeah. think it is, but yeah. it is, and I'm very grateful for that. Oh, what's your the favorite? You know? What's your favorite rice? Jasmine. Jasmine. Rice. Always. Always. It's gonna be the like the fluffy like. I'm in the basmati phase. That's oh, because really? you're. That's very healthy of you. I appreciate it now. It's like you know, it's it's not sticky rice. Yeah. It's it separates itself type of thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It, it's it's different. I get that Lion King brand, the Triple A Lion King brand from the filler shop. Yeah, yeah. This I don't know if this is like just a me thing or a Filipino thing, but when I go shopping for rice and you see them all laid out, I have to slap the bag. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever do that shit? I do. You can't walk would, past it without slapping it. it. I would punch them. And I would be like... <laughs> yeah. And they're so big. I have to look around first, make sure no one's looking. <laughs> and like, that's, a, that's a good bag of rice. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get you. Mm, I'm taking I'm you home. Oh, you. well, you've been working out. <laughs> yeah. You wind up to it as well. Mm. <laughs> 
I've never done that. I might try it. Yeah, it's actually satisfying. It's going to open up something in you, bro. You won't turn back. But is it a thing that Filipinos have to have, like, the jasmine rice, the sticky type of rice that just sticks together into, like, a ball type of thing? I feel like it's only sticky if they put too much water. Yeah. Because... They need to measure it correctly, and if they put too much, then it becomes the finger sticky. trick. Yeah, exactly. It's that. You know, my finger's a bit too long than normal, so it's always too much water when I cook it. <laughs> but my my toe <laughs> is just right. <laughs> my big toe always has to go. Amount of water. <laughs> You're like a, you got this big fetish for rice, man. Hey? You slap <laughs> it. You put your toe in yeah. it. Yeah. Wait, you wait, see wait. me at the filler show, and I have to buy rice. I'm like. I think this is a. I think this is Garcia coming out as rice sexual, like. Hey, rice, rice sexual. Oh, I love that shit, bro. Ooh. Mom, Dad, I'm rice sexual. All right, let's get to let's get to your music. So. Yeah. What made you fall in love with this style of music that you're doing now? Very like, neo soul, yeah. R&B, sensual styles. What made you fall in love with it? Um, I think growing up. My older siblings always listen to like just nineties R and B, like older R and B than that. So I'm trying to figure out how you went from "My Heart Will Go On." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I think, to this yeah. type of music, to doubt. I think um, just so I've always been an R and B fan, but just over time, like you know, ha- having other inspirations like Scissor and stuff, like yeah. I kind of just made it more modern. Mm. Um, so that's why but I've always yeah, I've always been an R&B fan I think as well I've always been into that because it was like yeah what my siblings showed me what they downloaded on LimeWire what, what, what were they listening uh, to totally swayed what by were they listening cool to? Oh, like yeah. the classic stuff you know, would be like, like you know like Swagapino stuff you know like the, you know the Swagapino era does anyone yeah, know yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on I don't know what this is. You don't know what this is? What's Swagapina? It's like... He wasn't, he wasn't, was doing he wasn't part of the cool kids, bro. It's like people like wearing snapbacks, basketball jerseys, like the snapbacks like going to the side. Like, yeah. I, I can't think of any songs at the moment, but it was like and that. And Anonymous and you have like, like lyrics to a song dedicated to your secret I mean, crush. I mean, yeah. I did that. but Like, like Bebo time. Right, okay. Yeah. And right. then you have the webcam like picture me. with your hats to the side like this and your head tilted here. Wearing a jersey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, One of that's those, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that's skipped like me. <laughs> that's out of my generation, I guess. Nah. If you look it up, you'll see memes about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could see, like, uh, Raph, Raph wearing Swagapino stuff. Yeah, okay. I was thinking if you Google it, you'll see Raph's Swagapino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Swagapino. So Swagapino on the internet, and it's like a picture of Raph just straight away. You know, I put the wug in swag. <laughs> <laughs> Wug. Wug. <laughs> Every time I have my swag out, they'd be like, wug. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, you got into the whole Swagapino era of R&B music. Yeah. From my, That's, like, early, to the, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that was, like, when, like, my, like, I would listen to it mainly on, like, my iPod. Mm. Um, and then I just always liked the sound of it. I like rap a lot, too. So, I don't rap. I like listening to rap a lot. So, mm. it's just, like... Just hip hop in general, R and B in general. But I was like, I can't rap, so I'm gonna sing R and B. But like lately, I've been um, experimenting with more like, uh, like, because my songs are quite slow and like. Yeah, because so, it's like s- trap. 
yeah. and drill styles like suit the R&B yeah. tempo. Mm. Yeah. Like the slow, it, it, the slow rap is like, nowadays I feel like both rap and R&B are melded together. Exactly, yeah. Like you got singer, singing rapping guys. Yeah. You got like R&B singers singing to like trap beats. You got trap yeah. soul and all that stuff. And yeah. everything seems to be more melded. Yeah. Into, and is that, is that kind of direction that you're going with? Yeah, I'm doing that, but also like, um, so I'm going to that, like, yeah, I, like I have a song where I'm like singing on like a drill beat. Mm. Um, and then I also am like kind of experiencing with more like R&B pop kind of vibes because I feel like I'm still doing like slowish R&B, but mm. I just wanted to change it up a bit. Of yeah. course, experiment. like you got to yeah. experiment with other yeah. tempos and stuff to evolve as an artist. Yeah. Exactly. But at the same time, if you find your lane, just stick to that lane and just exactly. run it to the hills and everything. Like, yeah. You know. Definitely. Is, is there anything you're working on right now that you're... What's the secret, the secret project you're working on right now? Um, so I have... Because I just released my mixtape, um, it's called Heartbreak Mixtape, I am working on just doing singles at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I have um, a single coming out soon, like an R&B pop house kind of one, like just, hey. to, just to see how that is with people. Test and then the after that, I have a like more fast R&B vibe as well. Yeah. Um, you say the album's called Heartbreak? Heartbreak mixtape, yeah. Mm. Typical. Who hurt you? Yeah, who did it? <laughs> so who many did people. Who did it? <laughs> Who's, do you want me to stab him? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think, yeah, with R&B, like, it's so easy to write about it's that stuff. It's all about love, huh? Like, it's yeah. so cheesy, but it's yeah. so easy. R&B is the type of music where you could profess your love to the extreme or you could just have heartbreak and sing it yeah. around. Yeah. Dwell in the misery. Yeah. Mm. Can you can you make a song about like your hate for adobo and the heartbreak you felt? <laughs> what I found out. Yeah, like, when you found out that you couldn't have soy sauce. Yeah, I think I might do that. Mm. Yeah, over a drill beat or something like that. Because I think anyone that could that could sing could get away with anything with their lyrics. Yeah, like they're not really even really listening to it. Mm. But yeah, mm. it's mainly the voice. It's all yeah, it's all the tones and the sound and yeah, stuff. and the beat yeah. too. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Look out for that next one. If you eat too much adobo, you start getting a clogged heart arteries and shit. It's still heartbreak. Yeah, like literally heartbreak. It's breaking. Instead of um, doubts, we'll call it gout. (laughs) I don't know that was coming. I don't know that was coming. My leg is full of gout. (laughs) That actually was. Oh shit. Can you take adobo out? Because my leg is full of gout. Oh my god. Oh, it's a remix. Remix. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Gout soul is gonna be hectic. There'll bro. be a bootleg mixtape of yeah. that. It's just mm. Raph singing about his gout issues. Mm. <laughs> oh, <man. clears throat> oh, dude. We could even do like my heart will go on. <laughs> well, it could be like my leg won't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call it my heart bugger on. My <laughs> heart bugger on. <laughs> Every night in my dream. Oh, fine. We started the karaoke rap. <laughs> oh, man. I see food. I need food. <laughs> All it takes is one thing to set this guy off. Yeah. But my leg says no, because bugger on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that, uh, you said you're working on singles now. Um, yeah. So is anything coming up soon? Or yeah, so I, um, so I had a big um, 
music video planned in May for my next big single, but I was like, I needed something in between that because I the the big one I'm doing is more of a fast R&B song, so yep. I needed something to transition it. So yeah. I have the R&B pop house one coming out soon, yep. and then I have another one after that, and then I'll have another one after that. But it's just and like, another one after and that. Another one after, another that. One after are you, that. Are you gonna release it with like uh, the track and also the music video, or are you just yeah? Gonna release it so um. I normally try and do that. I feel yep. like releasing music videos or even a visualizer is a good idea. Yep. The same day. Yep. Um, it just, you know, people are... Can you make the visualizer a karaoke? I, I could. Because technically, visualizer videos are karaoke. Yeah, I can but just put the modern, lyrics. you know? I can just put the lyrics on top. Yeah. Yeah. You just put the lyrics and then just have okay. someone in the background walking in the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's and literally then looking it. over a bridge. Or it's like the islands. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you know how yeah, they yeah, have like the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the dancing cartoons. Yeah. yeah. I reckon it'll be good. I reckon I, I reckon Your next film clip is just going to be a karaoke. <laughs> the like, karaoke, karaoke film. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I was meant to actually... I've done a photo shoot here before yep. um, hey. for my last release. Yep. So it's just like... Yeah, it's, it's hard because it takes a while to just get one song out. That's yeah. been like in the vault for ages. It really yeah. takes... I feel like there's more now more effort behind a song yeah. than there was like back in the day where you could just drop it on SoundCloud exactly. everyone could hear it like, and you here have you have to like distribution yourself literally and then your marketing. own artwork marketing doing a podcast like yeah. it, 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 there's a lot that goes on and you yeah. gotta put it on more platforms now mm. like before I was just promoting myself on Instagram now I gotta promote myself on TikTok too mm. you know gotta do it before they ban it exactly I will cry I love TikTok I don't TikTok think they're gonna ban it here though no no not here like, I think they just I, at the moment I think they're just banning it from like their mobile phones like the government's mobile phones yeah I'll find a way yeah I mean this is New South Wales they're gonna, gonna try to ban anything man yeah they're, that's they're true they're trying to ban anything <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, political <laughs> political anyway um thanks for coming to the show dude thank you for me. having me hey yeah. and where can they find your music uh so if you go on all music platforms spotify apple music title it's just kayleen c-a-y-l-e-n-e -E. yep. and then on social medias it's kayleen g okay e. kayleen, kayleen g. was taken so kayleen oh. g. sorry your mission in life now is to fuck up that kayleen literally i messaged <laughs> her on take instagram the name and be the only kayleen <laughs> are they even using it are they using it well i think so she's on private she's from america i was like hey can i please buy your username she never mm. replied buy it yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll pay you at this point. Like, I was desperate. Yeah. And she didn't reply. So. I'll message her again. Whoever you are, Kayleen, if you've stolen that, give the username to Kayleen. Give it back. Just give it. To the OG, please. Come on. <laughs> please. Or just to G, because your last name's G, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> and give it up one time for Thank the you. one and only Kayleen. Kayleen. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. But let's go into the fun fact. Oh shit. We'll stay here, right here, right now. We're, we're, we're continuing? We'll continue the podcast while we wait for our next How's episode. everybody doing so far? Are we still are you still with us? Has everyone been buying stuff from the markets? Yeah. I've been buying a lot of stuff. I just bought this jumper. Shout outs to uh, I never I fail. At I the front know. of the store. I never fail I except remembering the name. Um, <laughs> Well, like, yeah, so let's go into the fun fact of the week. Don, white Hungarian salami. Yeah, so the fun fact of the week is, <laughs> that soundbite always gets me, but the fun fact of the week is, 
Did you know that the oldest market in the world was called the Silk Road? So the Silk yeah, Road, yeah, yeah. It, it ran, it, they renamed it to the Silk Routes or something because it wasn't just one road, it was multiple roads. It ran from like Asia and China all the way Middle to Europe East. and stuff like that, Middle yeah. East. Um, and so that was the very first one. It is known for um, Marco Polo, who's the most famous one who traveled along hey. the Silk Road. And also nowadays, the modern Silk Road yeah. is a, a dark web market. Used to be. Used, is, it, is it not on anymore? Well, they took that shit down, bro. Oh, that's a shame. It's yeah. a shame. Well, I'm very, I'm very familiar. But the, the question that I had, right, is if you guys were on the Silk Road, what would you be selling? And the second follow-up question to that is, to the dark web Silk Road, what would you be buying from there? Oh, I can't talk about this shit. I think it was illegal, bro. This guy's trying to, like, incriminate. incriminate. You sound like the cops right now. No, no, no. I think it's legal now because, I mean, if you check out that store, we've got some CBD and THC products. Yeah. But I used to, that's where I used to get my weed back then. I I, I really wish I should have, I could have, like, hung on to that Bitcoin back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That's how... We used to buy you'd, shit. You'd have to, you'd have to use uh, mm. crypto to purchase stuff on the dark web. Yeah. But yeah, what, what stuff, if back in the 19th century, what would be something that you were selling? Like, what would you sell on the Silk Road? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm selling now. <laughs> Fucking Chico hats, maybe? Hey. I don't know. We got some Chico hats for $40 on hats. our station over here. Yeah. We also got some shirts. That's what I'll be selling at Silk Road or any road. Especially this road at the West Side Markets. Can you Check imagine? Can you imagine like just a bunch of dudes sitting on sitting on a platform? They don't have mics in the 19th century, just chatting to each other, and then people watching, just like, <laughs> just being like, oh yeah, yeah, and then buy our merchandise over there. Hey, see, it works. I don't know what I'd be selling, dude. I can't picture myself back in that day, like. I, I, I can't Cause, picture myself in that Genghis Khan bloke. Because I feel like I would I would want to sell or like trade swords and weapons and stuff like that because it's cool that would be freaking cool like, I don't so know. you're like an arms dealer but like back in the 90s it's cause yeah. I'm fucking criminal how <laughs> <laughs> didn't you realize I was in so much danger right now <laughs> what else is he gonna do how is, how is he gonna cut his sleeves without swords yeah that's true yeah. how yeah, do you cut your yeah, sleeves the, yeah, they cut with bro. scissors he, he fucking bites them <laughs> <laughs> he's got a sword like this yeah, he just he flexes his arms and they rip off uh-huh. like the Hulk <laughs> How big are your arms, by the way? <laughs> Let's talk about how your arms no. are like, so big. You're talking about an arms dealer, right? Yeah, hey. hey. <laughs> Heavenly armed. I've, Heavenly. Seen, I've seen Don wear a normal shirt before with sleeves on, and he said he couldn't breathe because he was <laughs> so tight. And then when he ripped them off, he was like... <sighs> <laughs> you know, like not, the, 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 his sleeves and Don have a toxic relationship. Yeah. Because it suffocates him when they're on him, on his arms. And now they're separated. Mm, <laughs> they're separated oh. and gone. R.I.P. to Don's ribs. Sleeves. Ribs. Sleeves. <laughs> oh, man. It's a complicated relationship I have with my sleeves. Very, very complicated. Yeah. Very, very complicated. Oh, man. But yeah, what would you buy on the dark <laughs> The I'd dark web sleeves, not legit. Bro. Like that was some fucking trippy. I don't know if you guys googled this shit before YouTube, but dark web. Those are a lot of really fucked up things you could buy on there, dude. Yeah, and, you could um, buy like body parts, or like like organs and things I, like that. I heard that you, people did buy organs through there. Yeah. But um, you reckon Dinny Golan is part of the dark web? 
<laughs> you probably back in the day. <laughs> but it just it was raw. It was but no, you, no, it wasn't cooked yet. No one no it's, one bought it. It's just a it was pig. just blood. Pig's <laughs> blood. <laughs> now nah, that was that was some really fucked up. Like that was the place where everybody kind of bought their drugs. Fuck, it's back a full moon night. Everyone look behind. There's a full moon. Well, half a full moon. What? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's just tripping me out. All right. Yeah. So the um the the anything from like weapons to um, different kind of drugs, like different kind of drugs that were like really pure as well. Mm. Like um, stuff that I don't know was being sold. Uh, you know how over here, like if you buy Panadol or whatever, right? That goes through some approvals, like I think FDA or some shit approved. Uh, Something similar, yeah. There's, there's like really strong shit, like from say like third world countries and stuff that might be like like meth or whatever, or like something like like uh, that would actually relieve pain. That's illegal like here. Like codeine or like morphine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and up, it's available yeah. over there. So people mm. over there would sell that shit online yeah. through the dark web, send it over here. Yeah. It's not approved over here, so it's technically illegal, but... Yeah. I mean, but that, man, there's some, there's some really fucked up... I, I, I wouldn't suggest going on the dark web, like finding like these weird links and stuff, because mm. that's some fucked up shit. Like the way that the internet now, right? I think it's like some... Is a, is a really messed up ratio of like for one uh, normal web page, there's like 15 dark web uh, pages. No, 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 porn pages. Just the amount of porn there is on the internet, right? right that's right. normal internet. Yeah. It's kind of the same with the dark web, just like really fucked up stuff. So I, I wouldn't suggest you going mm. on there because you'll come across stuff that yeah. you really don't want to see, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like to the, me, dark web is just a didn't go on of the internet. Eh? <laughs> It's the dinner club. Don't touch it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not really. There's like one percent like stuff that's actually useful or whatever. Would you call it the item web? Eh? Item na web. It sounds like the 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 dark. No, it's the the black spider web. Yeah. It's the limb web. The limb web. It's gabe web. Gabe web. It's called the. Oh man. I don't even know. Yeah, so I guess the moral of the story is don't visit the dark web. Yeah, just, right. don't, just don't fuck with it, bro. Where you should visit is thecheatcoders.com. So www.thecheatcoders.com. Uh, you can buy our merch or you can get it from the table over there. All right. In real life. It's like an All NFT right. you can hold. It's All right. an NFT you can wear. <laughs> so let's give it up for our next performance. Let's, 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 let's clear the wires in the yeah, stage let's because the stage. we don't want anything to break. We're, we're going to jump off. Uh, we'll have DJ Kendricks play a little bit of stuff while we clear this. stage. I'm going to add a little more suspense. There might be one person that might go through the stage by stomping it too hard. <laughs> so don't stomp too high. <laughs> we don't have insurance on this stage. Don't get, don't get too buck, please. You but, may do, but do, but do get buck. On the podcast, we have the guy with no sleeves. But our next performance loves to eat the sleeves. We got TikTok <laughs> Shuddy, the hey. Sleeve King, and the gang. Hey guys, how's everyone going? Nah, we need more hype than that. How's everyone going? Um, hey Lee. <laughs> um, we're here to showcase you guys some crump. Has anyone here heard about crump dancing before? Yeah, yeah? Hands up. Okay, all right, cool. Um, we may look angry, but really, we're just expressing. Yeah? So if it looks kind of violent, think of it as a cool thing, too. All right, ready, let's go.
you should follow this guy on TikTok as well as um, on Instagram because the way that he incorporates his family into the reels, the TikToks is hilarious, man. It's also wholesome. Yeah. So it's funny because the more the the aggressive fashion of Crump and adding a little family element to it, yeah. you found that nice sweet spot. It's also, yeah, like that looked really violent. Right. And looked like there's heaps of like anger there, but dude, you're like the chillest person I've ever met. No, I'm kicked back to the max, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like I've learned how to control that. Yeah. Mm. You know, control that aspect of being pick on, you know what I mean? Being, mm. being angry or whatever. But then yeah. this style of dance gave me an outlet where I can change myself yeah you know? i was that type of kid you know like coming from like single mom place yeah my dad's never there no one to tell you about your emotions that much mm. that you have to find your own way and then i found this style and it gave me a better resilience in myself to have a better change so i can give my kids an opportunity i love it yeah. you know what i mean and now, now your kids like one of your kids are crumping now yeah, kids like, leave yeah is that, is yeah. that name? <laughs> kids leave shout the kids sleeve boy sleeve baby sleeve you know, I want to ask you. I want to ask fam. you because I got a son as well. But like, yeah. how did it feel for him to come up to you and be like, "I want to crumb too, Dad"? Uh, how did it happen? Like, what's the story behind that? Like, literally, when he came out of the womb, he threw an arm swing. <laughs> I'm not lying. I have footage. Like, this little baby just going. Like that. Out of the, I thought you said room. You out of the womb. Out of the womb. Yeah, came out. Like, swinging. Out of the womb, came out swinging. But, because um, back in the day, we, uh, me and my partner would bring our son to the crumb sessions every week. Mm. So he's just a baby growing in the crumb culture. Love yeah. it. And it's giving him like a thought, like, what's going on? What's going on? But then when he hit like year one, year two, that's when he started like really thinking about it. And then he wants to understand, well, what are you doing, dad? Yeah. Why do you look like this? Yeah. Why does it make you feel good? Yeah. yeah. You know, so I gave him that reassurance because like obviously kids think of anything influential super cool but you need to give them a meaning yeah behind the reason of why you're doing it mm, I love you it. know so like i'm glad that my kids crump because nice. it, it shows me that i could have i could have had that if someone showed me a better guidance in, love it yeah in yeah. that term we so, we had you on the show before and yeah. i think we, we talked about your family but like I want to talk a little bit about the family that you brought on stage right now. Right. Like you, the the pirates. Like Come what, here. What is the... <laughs> Come here. What do you mean? Hey. The fan has to stay with me. Come with me. Come in here. Because everyone has their own story in my fam. That's what's, that's what's amazing, you know? Yeah. What, what's, the, like, what's the origins of the pirates? Like how come they... You guys can jump up, man. Here. <laughs> Grab a seat, grab a seat, grab a seat. I don't know how we're gonna fit all these people on stage, but uh, no, easy, easy. The origins of the pirates. Yeah, how origins of the happen? pirates. The origins of the pirates. Um, we started around like 2013, and because our scene, our crumb scene, was going through a lot, that I felt like I needed to make a change, and I, um, I watched One Piece, the anime. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it. it showed me a lot of like different like ways of coordinating each other and giving our talents a share. Mm, love it. Where like, look, we have Mitra right here, he's got the crazy camera. Mm. 
You know, uh, we got Twin here. He's been killing everything everywhere. Um, wait, wait, wait. Not literally, right? Just nah, killing in Crump. Like he just came, we just came back from Melbourne and he won the whole event there. Hey. Nice. Um, yeah. My bro, boy, Mad Dog just won the the cliff dive dance event. Yeah, that's a cliff dive dance event as well. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, the one. at the club. And um, this is the this is the bro day one J Dog Mad Dog. Um, yeah, we all have our own history and like it, it gives us a reason to keep moving forward that's it. and pushing for our dreams. And that's what to me the pirate meaning is ride or die. Love it. You know, so whatever that you ride for, you're gonna die for it as well. You're not just gonna put yourself on hold yeah. and think, you know, everything's gonna be come to, coming towards you. You gotta put in that work. So when you put in that work, you put in that hustle, you put in that muscle. Love and it. then when we get in the lab, learning all basics, that's what makes us even greater because we get better from understanding the foundation. Yeah. Like motivating each other. Like yeah, you got that like support crew right behind you. Like literally. Literally. Like literally every time you have like groups like like your, your crew behind you, yeah. they're like cheering you on, let's go, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. And they're just yelling in your exactly. ear. Exactly. Because that, that's what we feed off. You know, like if the crowd's not going to be hyping us up and we're by ourselves once, just if that's just us, we're going to have to hype ourselves up and be like, you know that's what, don't worry about it. I'm doing this for a reason because I'm the reason. Mm. Yeah. You know, but if you're with your crew, everyone's going to be like, yeah, we're going to show you the real moral support of our hype because we know that you're not just doing this because you're lashing it out. Yeah. Mm. You're actually giving everyone an experience of what you've gone through, mm. not just where you've stood by. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. So that's what we stand for. Like, it's, it's a forever... It's, no, it's never going to be ending. Yeah. It's a forever story. Can we, can we do a quick introduction of each just introducing themselves? Yeah, sure. Do a quick intro for, for each person. Hey, guys. My name is Borna Brocky, a.k.a. Twin Mad Dog. I've known Shutdown for a very long time. Ten plus Ten years. Plus years. <laughs> it's more than just crumb. It's like a real brotherhood, brother, brotherhood shit right here. Yeah. And um, I've just done crump my whole life. <laughs> I've never learned any other styles of dancing. Hey. And now after 12 years of crump dancing, I feel like now I can really express myself yeah. properly, like who I am in the dance. Nice. So I'm still a student. It's a student mentality. Yeah. He's mm. my master and I'm always learning from him <laughs> no matter what. No egos, no. I'm gonna always be humble, and yes. more more wins will come. Yeah. I'll get more blessed. There you go. Sensei Shari. <laughs> Sensei Shari. Sensei Shari. Bro, we all have wings. You know, nice. We all have wings, and we're all here to fly together. Sick, you know? Hello, uh, my name is RJ, aka Young Clowners from the Philippines. Hey. Uh, um, we just moved here in Australia, and we're just here in about six months. Yeah, and then we know Shati for. The sessions, couple years, uh, yeah, a couple years. Love it. Before, uh, because of the event here, competition. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Thank you. So nice, man. Hey, guys. Um, my name is Nitro, a.k.a. A dot shutdown. Uh, a means anything. Uh, been a huge ride and a crazy blessing. I came from Western Australia, small country town. Uh, when I flew over solo to Sydney, not expecting what was coming on, uh, battled this guy in the finals and tore my knee. Uh, oh, that shit. was an experience. <laughs> but straight after that, he was like, so hey. So you're, you're just hanging on until he's like rich enough to pay the insurance and stuff. <laughs> so remember the time you tore my knee in a battle? I've waited 12 years for this moment. You gotta pay out, bro. <laughs> 
Oh man, I didn't. I don't think I'm like that smart to uh, do a 12-year plan to get revenge yeah. on it. But uh, no. What revenge, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Through crumb. Through crumb. I'll pay you That's back. battles, bro. I'll That's I'll battles. <laughs> But yeah, no. But uh, to be honest, I've seen you dance. You're like you're nuts, bro. You are nuts, bro. Like, but the knees all good now. The knees, knees all good. good. Oh, knees great. Yeah, yeah. It's good, bro. Uh, yeah. Ever since then, though, family, family. He he took me in, um, showed me like you know the from his son getting born. Like, we had like a gender reveal thing. Mm. And I never really experienced that back at home from WA. So from here, it was not just like Crump isn't just a dance. And what makes that dance style different? So well, so unique from every other style is. I would say like popping, there's a popping crew. Locking, a locking crew. But with Crump, there's a fam. It's hey. different. There's so mm. much more you have to get in the fam and there's so much that you like take out of that as well. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yo, I'm Crazy Gabs or Gabs. Crazy, crazy Gabs. Ah. Yeah, I've been crumping for like not that long. I'm a new gen, so I've been crumping for like how long? Three months? Four months? Yeah, three, four months. Hey. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been like great. Like, yeah. he took me in from IX, right? Yeah, from yeah, IX. Yeah. That, yeah, that was crazy. Like, that first class, I was like, oh, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Yeah. You, everyone should try Crumb, actually. It's a really good style to express and that. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Nice, man. Three months. Like, what's really cool, like, I don't only teach adults or teenagers, I'm teaching, like, children that want to express themselves. You yeah, know, man. when you. Bro, when you have your kids start running around, running amok. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Crump takes that away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It gives them a resilience. An outlet. You know, like, an you outlet you got your well. space to. Using up all of the energy. Like, <laughs> I'm too tired to cause trouble now. I'm too tired. It's true. My son, after our Crump sessions, he'll just be quiet. And I'm like, are you right? And then he's like, Dad, I'm, I'm too much hype inside me. I can't. Oh, bro, you found the se- you found the secret <laughs> that's to parenting. A, that's bro. a loophole, bro. I want to get my son to start crumping, <laughs> so he could just fall asleep straight after. Exactly, oh, I love it's it. true. I love it. And we got we got the, the jump up on stage. Come on, so stage. the cameras can see it, bro. Yo, guys, my name is Mark, aka Boy Mad Dog. Gee, hey. from yeah. Philippines. Nice, hey. bro. Talk Tagalog. It's alright. Let him know. Tagalog in Everything that you do. Ah, uh, yun. Kagrupo kami na ito. Sumasali kami ng mga... <sighs> ng mga event yan. Love it. Nice. Represent, bro. Yeah. Welcome, bro. Welcome. Simon, get yourself in here too. What do you mean? And then the final member of the Pirates. Hey, guys. Face the cameras, bro. What about? <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, my name's Simon, <laughs> a.k.a. J.MadDog. Hey. Fundamentally no. been dancing with these boys for the last... 10 plus. 10 plus years. You know, just as, uh, as I like to say, you know, the motto is we are living the dream. Okay? Whenever you're down and out, you say to yourself, you're living the dream. That's Jeez. it, bro. What are you doing? Living the dream. That's it. Bro. Love it, bro. Love it. That's the best. Thanks, boys. Good job. Yeah, we're really, we're really yeah, in living there, the in dream, there. 100%. That's nice. it, bro. Like, like, you're doing things that you love doing. Yeah. That is the dream, bro. It is the dream. People like really want that shit to happen in their lives. Like they're like going through shit that they don't want to do. And then you guys are out here. You found a family and you are literally living the dream, bro. Yeah. Mm. Like if you think living the dream is having mansions, everything, that's part of the dream. It's just, that's a goal. Mm. But the dream is that you guys, you can walk with a community that has the same right path of thought and that we want a better change 
because all of us have a, a history. We've been through a lot in life, and it's just now starting to get even better. Love yeah. it. You know, like especially like with Chico, is when you guys like all started, and I jump on here and I'm like, yo, like. I just started off with my TikTok career and I'm coming through here too. Mm. You know what I mean? That's how I'm it's grateful. Like, I feel like we're watching you grow. Yeah. As every time you just join a podcast, you, yeah. you reach another level. Elevating. Another rapper shares your freaking TikTok. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's crazy, bro. It's super crazy. That's why, you know, I'm always going to give my respects back to the community in Australia and show that, you know, if I can do it, you all can do it too. Hey. You know, so... Keep living the dream. Live the dream. Live bro. the dream, bro. We're gonna get that on a shirt, <laughs> bro. Do it. We do should, it, man. Yeah. We will. We will. We'll Pirate merch. Living the, the sleeve dream, dream yeah. bro. The, <laughs> the sleeve, sleeve dreams. Because you're living. Oh you're living man. your heart on your sleeve. That's bro. so good. Living the sleeve dream. I love oh, it. you don't have any sleeves. Yeah, they, I would still wear. I would still wear that shirt. <laughs> I would dude, buy the shirt. Dude's asleep, bro. <laughs> like, I He's would buy the, the shirt and yeah. then I would cut the sleeves off. Oh. You gotta send it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> we said that ages it's ago. Like, it's like telling a meat eater that, he, that, he, that you're vegan type of thing. Because you eat sleeves and you take that shit off. That's I knew crazy. he was coming, so I was like, uh, not gonna get me. Not today. <laughs> not today, mate. Not today. Not today. So like, what's, what's, coming up, what's coming up in the future for TikTok Shuddy, for Shutdown, for the Pirates, for the whole crump? Um, we have a whole bunch of events happening in Sydney. We have one happening in August at the Four Walls Studio at Fairwells or Fairfield. And yeah, that's going to be happening in August. I think we're going to have like an international guest coming through. Yay. Um, Bro, let's attend one of your classes. Let the cheat coders attend come. one of your classes. Can we? Yeah. Come on. Come let's on. do it. Let's, I really want to. We're going to do it. We'll get a film. There you never know. I could become a pirate, bro. I could be living the dream, too. 100%. Like, you can, yeah, bro. Let's do it, bro. You will. You will. You'll live the dream. You'll be on the boat. I'll attend one of your, we'll, we'll attend one of your classes. We'll talk in the DMs and we'll go from yeah, there. Let's Definitely. do it. Let's That'd do it. Yeah. We'll All right, where, where can they find your classes? Um, you can find my classes at IX Dance Studio in Burwood or at Movement Nation Hurstville. Mm. That's either on Thursday and Fridays. Thursdays yeah. is in Burwood, Fridays is at Hurstville. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. All right. Well, if really you want, appreciate you coming on the show again, nah, yeah, bro. You all and the pirates, pirates bro. bringing you the pirates as well, man. I love the energy that you. This is not bring. even all of us. You know, this is nowhere near all of us. How many, how many this, is, you? this is all we could fit on the stage well, tonight. I think <laughs> in Sydney there's about almost like thirty. Wow. Thirty of okay. us. In the do Philippines, we have at least like 600 oh, you, of us. Oh, shit. Do you have to go through some initiation to become a pirate? Like, do you have yeah. to like crump for 14 hours straight <laughs> or something just to like? No, it's either you got to go through. You, you go through the cage and you have to try win some events. Wait, 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 wait. You got to go through the cage? <laughs> the cage. <laughs> the cage, like, oh, when I hear cage, I'm thinking like MMA fighting, like UFC style cage. No, this, the cage means like, you're, you're, if you are really trying to be a pirate, you're going to have to battle all of us on the one night. Damn. Until you cannot breathe, literally. Love it. So you're going to get your cardio up, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it just shows that you're willing Bro. and you, you have full of fire for yourself to... You know, bring well, out all 400 or like over 400 of you. Well, wherever there's And pirates. in the Philippines, you just put on Zoom. <laughs> you just, all right, here you go. 300 more people to go. <laughs> Zoom on. It's all it goes for like shit. two weeks straight. <laughs> a two-week crump battle, two man. Straight. My goodness. Woo! It's like sleep like this. I feel tired already just thinking about it. Trust, My. your body will get battered, but you know at the next day, you know you're healing. Yeah, yeah. You're healing yeah. real good. 
What we should do is just, just get shoddy. So it's just one pirate that we need to battle just to get into the pirates. No, you're going to battle me last after that. <laughs> oh, you're the big, big boss. Yeah. All right, the big boss. It's That's like it. Mortal Kombat, bro. You're going to go through the tower. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Final battle. Yeah. Finish him. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was great to have you on the podcast. Oh, yeah, thank man. you. Inspired all the time seeing you guys as a uh, family. Mm. And yeah, I could understand how like you guys found this outlet mm. to showcase who you are really yeah. inside and exactly. yeah. showcase it to the world man Thank love you so it man much. give it up one time Woo! for mark shuddy shut down and the pirates and the pirates hey i think that's all that we've got that's time all we for. That, that's all, that's all we've got time for the podcast hope you guys have enjoyed this event which is uh west side markets teamed up here uh really appreciate you guys sitting and watching us and listening to us talk um uh, I think we've only got a few minutes, but make sure you go out to some of the stores out there and buy some Please, stuff. Please, get some stuff, last minute bomb, gifts or everything. And yeah. everyone, have a nice Easter. And you have now listened to another episode of the Cheat, Cheat Coders Podcast. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>